Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. B-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. I didn't even think- First down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. All right, Bird fans, this is Connor from Eagles Unfiltered here, and we have a surprise for you. We have agreed to a sponsorship with Manscaped, and that comes with a promo code that you can benefit from. Enough letting your long cocks hide behind that Sumalu bush. Take care of your Dickerson and protect it from sweat by using promo code GOBIRDS for 20% off your order plus free shipping on Manscaped.com. That's 20% off your order plus free shipping on all Manscaped products by using promo code GOBIRDS. That's capitalized everything. G-O-B-I-R-D-S. No spaces at all. Go birds slay your lady with a clean balls act and enjoy manscapes miles of products through eagles unfiltered sponsorship a deal so good it hurts again head to manscape.com and say go birds for 20 percent off plus free shipping your balls will thank you all right everybody welcome back to another episode of eagles unfiltered i'm your co-host ed kratz with john McMullen. we are here at the novacare complex on thursday afternoon I think the weather's going to fall apart on Friday. It's supposed to rain here, but right now it's a beautiful day. Uh, The Eagles are getting in some beautiful work leading up to this game against the Denver Broncos on Sunday. Um, John, what do you you look at when you look at this game? I I mean, the Broncos are in the mix here for that AFC West title. That's a great division right now. Yeah, Five wins. Everybody's got five wins. Right, right. In that division. Big, big game for the Broncos, probably more so than for the Eagles, who are three and six and kind of, you know, coming off a, a pretty competitive game against the Chargers, but a loss, another loss at home, zero and four. But now they hit the road where they've won three games. John, how do you how do you uh, look at this game? Yeah, it's interesting. Denver's had some success. They're coming off probably their best game of the year. They completely shut down an explosive Cowboys team. Uh, we got to see how explosive they were earlier in the season. So that was really impressive from a defensive perspective. And I think that's where you got to start with Vic Bangio and the head coach of Denver. That's what he does. That's how he got that job in Denver, the great defenses in Chicago, kind of doing it with no names. I mean, bottom line is Von Miller's gone, recently traded to the Los Angeles Rams. They do have two really impactful safeties, uh, Justin Simmons and uh, Kareem Jackson, which uh, Shane Steichen made mention of the other day. Up front, though, a bunch of no-names. Harkens back to those 1972 Dolphins. I don't think they're going. They're not going undefeated, obviously. Too late for that, yeah. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. But a lot of no-names and really success. They are top ten in every meaningful category on the defensive side of the football. 
And if you want to criticize Jonathan Gannon, maybe look at Vic Fangio, because he's doing it without a lot of personnel, and he's still putting together a really good unit. Yeah, kudos to anybody out there that can name anyone on that uh, front seven of the Broncos up front. Shelby Harris. Okay, good job. Yeah. I had somebody on Birds 365, and I can't remember. <laughs> uh, and he mentioned he does a podcast with Shelby Harris. So. Okay. That's the only reason I know Shelby Harris. That's the first time I've heard his name. It was just now. Um, but, yeah, Von Miller, obviously, was a big name for the Broncos. He's gone. They shipped him to the Rams for a couple of draft picks. I mean, you know, uh, kudos to the Broncos for turning a, getting a second and a third for a veteran player like Von Miller. But this defense is playing great. But, you know, here's a couple names that I'm sure you've heard of, and they're both playing the cornerback spot. Patrick Sertan, who the Eagles were interested in. A lot of interest in Probably would have taken him had the Broncos not uh, grabbed him at, I think, number nine, right after the J.C. Horn pick for the Panthers. Uh, they loved Sertan. Uh, he's a little banged up, but I, I think he'll play. <laughs> and then, of course, the other cornerback is our old friend here in Philadelphia, Ronald Darby, starting corner on the Eagles Super Bowl team in 2017. I mean, this guy, I looked him up the other day. He's only 27 years old. He feels yeah, like he's been amazing. around for about 15 years. But, uh, you know, he's part of that uh, secondary now for the for the Denver Broncos. And, you know, it's a secondary that does a pretty nice job. And Sertani had an interception, I think, in the second game of the year. Hasn't had one since. But, you know, he's a guy that uh, Devontae Smith has some familiarity with, obviously. Yeah, it seems like that every week with Alabama. Yeah, the Alabama. Right. Earlier it was Trayvon Diggs, and you yeah. can see why these Alabama kids are so talented because, you know, Devontae Smith had to go up against Trayvon Diggs and Patrick Sertan in practice day after day after day. Jerry Judy, yeah. another Alabama receiver, is in Denver, former first-round pick. Yeah. Um, amazing the talent Nick Saban assembles at Alabama but um, yeah I mean if you look at that Denver defense and and we just talked about they've had so many injuries up front uh, uh, Bradley Chubbs out for the year Alexander Johnson's their best linebacker he's he's out right now so it is sort of a makeshift group but that secondary and I mentioned the safeties now you mentioned the corners they also have Kyle Fuller who hasn't played that well but he's a veteran he's capable so that's probably the strength, I would think, of their defense. And that's what's so interesting about this game, Ed. It's not even about who wins or loses. To me, it's about how is Nick Sirianni going to play this game? Because we've seen this shift from read option early in the season to more play action, run the football. Was that because Las Vegas was on the schedule, Detroit, the Chargers, who are all really poor at defending the run? Or did the Eagles think they found some kind of secret sauce because this Broncos team, number six against the run. Yeah, well, I, you think it could be some secret sauce because the Eagles' offensive line likes to run block. Every offensive line does, but they've got the Maulers up front. Landon Dickerson's a big guy. Jordan Milad is a big guy. These are big guys that you can run behind. Uh, Lane Johnson and then maybe Brandon Brooks comes back in a couple weeks. Uh, but, but right now, the running game does seem to have traction. And Jordan Howard you know, they added him to the roster earlier in the week, and he's really given them some legs, no pun intended there, because he hits that hole when he hits it hard. I mean, he's not dancing around looking for, you know, somewhere to run like a Miles Sanders does. Howard hits the hole, and he hits it hard. And you could say the same thing about, about Boston, Boston Scott. Scott but, yeah. um, you know, getting back to the secondary of Denver, you know, the Broncos feel so good about their cornerback group that they traded uh, rookie Kerry Vincent to the Eagles' uh I guess right at the trade deadline last week. So, 
that's how good they felt. They drafted him in the seventh round. The Eagles thought of enough of him to give him a sixth round pick to get him here. Um, you know, Vincent was inactive against the Chargers. I don't know if he'll be active this week as well, but he might be, you know, going against his former team, a little extra motivation for him. Uh, we'll see about that. But And another interesting tidbit, Ed, is that Mac McCain is back in Denver. Now, you can go back to week one. The Eagles signed Mac McCain off the Denver practice squad um, and, and put him on the 53-man roster. Now, he wasn't a big part. Obviously, he was only, I think, active for one game. The Eagles needed that roster spot for Jordan Howard that you mentioned. They waived Mac McCain. Nick Sirianni was talking to Denver reporters earlier this week. He, he told them that he wanted to get Mac McCain back on his practice squad. But the Broncos brought him back, claimed him on waivers, so he's on their 53. A little bit of interesting uh, roster give and take. So he'll know Jonathan Gannett's defense. I know fans are going to laugh at that, but maybe that gives Denver a little bit of advantage heading into this game. Yeah, we'll see. I think, you know, the, the tail of the tape is going to be on the field. And the thing that scares me about this game, John, was the same thing that worried me going into the Chargers game is the quarterback play. Uh, I was concerned that Justin Herbert would find a way to complete 80% of his throws like four quarterbacks before him did. And I think Bridgewater has the kind of style of play. You know, he likes to take the short stuff. He'll take the slants. He'll take the Hell quick yeah. outs. He'll take the quick stuff over the middle. He's another quarterback that could come into this game and stick another 80% completion rate up against this Eagles defense that by now you'd think they'd have it figured out. But it's happened five times. I don't see any way they can stop completions at this well, point. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater comes into this game completing 70% of his passes oh. against everybody else. So Yikes. if he doesn't complete 80, it'd probably be an upset. But the difference is from him and a guy like Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes or even Dak Prescott earlier this season, the guys who completed, completed 80%. Derek Carr was over 90, Tom Brady as well. He wants to take the short stuff. So, yeah. in theory, to me, Jonathan Gannon should say, well, I don't have to worry about him going over the top that much, so I can tighten up a little bit. Um, and that's been the, the discussion all week here at the Novacare Complex. Who's to blame? Is it the linebackers? T.J. Edwards took it on his shoulders yesterday. Uh, is it the corners? Is it the safeties? Uh, is it the defensive line? Everybody seems to be given the defensive line a pass. I'm not one of those people. I don't think those guys have performed. But, look, if you don't have to worry about the deep throw, why not tighten things up a little bit? Yeah, you know, we say that, but will Jonathan Gannon say that? You hope so. You hope that, you know, as a defensive coordinator, he's looking at this and saying they, they can't beat us over the top consistently. Maybe they hit something to Jerry Judy. You know, we saw Herbert did hit that 49-yard pass to Mike Williams, Darius Slay in coverage there. Um, so, listen, if they sacrifice that over-the-top stuff and do give up one or two deep shots, I think it probably would be worth it if you're shutting down that quick stuff. Or if they're completing that short stuff, make sure you're tight enough in coverage that, bam, you shut it down right there with no yards after catch. Yeah, and ironically, I think Denver is probably more talented on the offensive side of the football than the defensive side, at least when it comes to playmakers. Because you mentioned Jerry Judy. Look, he's a former first-round pick from from last year. Um, 
He's he's their third best receiver. They have Cortland Sutton, who is a Pro Bowl receiver, six foot four, just a monster. They have another six foot four guy in Tim Patrick. In the running game, they have Melvin Gordon. Everybody knows. I know you like Javante Williams. Yeah. I love Javante Williams love coming Sutton. out of the draft. I want Devante, Javante, Avante. <laughs> I was going to use that. Got to got to front that. But they weren't able to get really explosive running back. I like him. Uh, so they have some 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 playmakers in Denver. The question is, can the quarterback get him the football consistently? Javante, Devante, and Avante. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, Merrill Reese, I'm sure, would not be happy having to say that over and over again. Uh, but anyway, um, let's get to some predictions here, John. Um, I'm going to surprise people. Uh, okay. Well, we'll save that surprise then. I'll go first. I, I've looked at this game a little bit. And, uh, I did pick the Chargers last week, so I'm on a little bit of a roll. I think I'm 5-4 and four now in picking uh, these Eagles games, and I'm going to go with the, uh, the Denver Broncos again. I, you know, I just think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a dangerous quarterback against this team, and I love their running game, as you mentioned, with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. I think, listen, the altitude is going to be a, a factor. If I'm Denver, I'm yeah. coming out with up-tempo, boom, boom, boom. I'm going to run, run, run. I'm not going to sub much, and I'm going to try to wear that Eagles defense down, uh, and I'm not sure the Eagles can match the uh, the output of the offense that Denver's going to put up. So I'm going to call it the Broncos 28, the Eagles 20. Uh, and that'll set up a game the following week against the New Orleans Saints back in Philadelphia. The Eagles will be 3-7 and seven at that time. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest, Ed. I don't know who to pick in this game, so I'm shooting in the dark. I just talked, got done talking to Davion Taylor. He was talking about the altitude. He played in college at Colorado. It is a really big thing, and he mentioned how it's an advantage for obviously the team that plays there all the time. So that's uh, another curveball. Uh, but I was talking to a Denver reporter this morning, and they're playing a lot of young kids, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're starting two rookie linebackers. They're coming off a game where they destroyed Dallas, and, and Dallas was in Dallas, by the way. And the Cowboys were supposed to win that game. It was supposed to be a lapper. One thing I know about this league is consistency is tough for young players. You know, they're going to get pat on – Pats on the back this week. They're going to hear how great they are. Can they keep it up from week to week? And Denver's bye week is after this week. I think it's a trap game for the Broncos. The Eagles only win on the road. This is a road game. The Eagles are going to win this football game 24 to 20. Wow. Okay. As compelling of an argument as that is, <laughs> I am not sure. I don't know how compelling pick. it is. <laughs> It's an argument, though. It is. uh, It's compelling. And this will be the second week, ladies and gentlemen, that that John McMullen has actually picked the Philadelphia Eagles. Shocking. Wasn't right last week. Wasn't right last week. And based on my pick, he's not going to be right this week. Uh, So that's it for us. Make sure you hit us up on EagleMaven.com or follow us on Twitter at JFMcMullen or at Kratzy. On Twitter, we'll have all your coverage up to kickoff and coming out of the game on Sunday. We'll both be in Denver, so hit us up. Thanks again. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.